Welcome back, Scouts and Scouters, to another episode of the Scouting Guide Podcast. In today's episode, we are going to be going over the Sustainability Merit Badge, and if you're following along, we're on page 48. But before we begin, I would like to encourage you to um, subscribe to this podcast on any podcast platform that you listen to. I appreciate you listening. Now we are going to just jump right into it on page 48. Waste Recycling and Compost A waste audit found that only 27% of what was put in the trash bin actually belonged in the trash bin. The other 73% was either recyclable or compostable. To reduce the amount of trash, recycling and composting programs are now a part of daily life at Camp Emerald Bay. Recycling. Glass bottles, aluminum cans, and plastic bottles make up 26% of the camp's trash. Instead of being thrown out, these items are collected in recycling bins located in every campsite, cabin, and building in camp. Composting. Through the composting program, the camp also recycles fruits, vegetables, and grains. These items, along with leaves, wood chips, and discarded paper, are sent to the compost bin to be processed daily. During summer camp, nearly 150 gallons of compostable material is processed every day in the camp's garden. With proper adhesion, supplies with air, food decompositions with a few days and transforms into a rich soil called hummus that remains moisture and nutrients. The soil is added to the native clay soil to grow fruit, vegetables, and native plants in the garden around camp. These programs cut the number of times that the camp's trash must be hauled across the Gulf of Santa Catalina. Catalina, reducing the population and extending multiple landfill lives. Another benefit of waste reduction is that animals are less prone to scavenge through the trash to find food. This keeps trash from being scattered and also protects animals from accidental harm. With incentives such as these, Camp Emerald Bay sets a pattern for sustainability and strives to protect Catalina Island for future generations. Sustainable Building Materials At the heart of sustainable construction are the three R's of green living, reduce, reuse, recycle. Inside and out, energy efficiency is built on environmentally sound buildings. When ordering wood for a sustainable home, for example, you would look for wood products certified under the Sustainability Forestry Initiative, or SFI, and purchase wood that is generally located. This reduces shipping costs and saves the the energy of shipping wood from a faraway location. SFI is the largest forest certification program in North America and is the largest single forest certification standard in the world. Philmont Scout Ranch is certificated to the SFI standard. Scouting Magazine is printed on SFI certified paper and displays the SFI label. Boys Life printed on paper certified by SFI's global program for the endorsement of forest certification or PEFC. And the magazine displays the PEFC label. Merit badge pamphlets also are printed on SFI certified paper. Green Building Initiatives Green Globes program that the rating tools of the U.S. Green Building Council, LEED, Leadership in Environmental and Energy Design, certified sustainable home programs have set high standards of sustainable design and development practices for land developers, architects, 
architects, engineers, real estate professionals, and others who are interested in sustainable construction. The programs rate buildings projects based on construction site selection, water and energy efficiency, materials used, and indoor environmental quality. Listed below are some of the materials and techniques that are recognized in sustainable construction. Installation of large energy efficient windows that provide fresh air and natural light. Insulation of energy and water efficient appliances. Insulation of low emitting vital organic carpeting. Use of low vital organic compost, VOC paint. Use of refurbished or recycled construction materials when possible. Building within walking distance of many basic services. Selection of a building site that is not on prime farmland, in a floodplain, or on threatened animal habitat, or too close to wetlands. Preservation of population on the construction site. Space provided for recyclable collection and storage. Establishment of a minimum level of indoor air quality. A building near alternative transportation. With your parents' permission and counselor's approval, interview a local architect, engineer, contractor, or building material supplier. Before the interview, prepare a list of questions to ask that are considered when using sustainable materials and renovating or building a home. Share what you have learned with your counselor. How communities assist housing needs. Cities and towns throughout the country conduct a housing needs assessment to determine the need for affordable housing. With parental permission, go online or visit a public library to look at a current housing need assessment for your town, city, country, or state. Looking in a housing needs assessment will give you a better understanding of the needs for rental housing, affordable homes, senior housing, and special needs housing in your community. A senior housing and special needs housing in your community. A housing needs assessment also helps to identify issues that may be needed to be addressed, such as urban bot or foreclosure. In this way, cities determine whether proposal development a housing needs assessment for in a step, first step in planning how, when, and where to address local housing issues, that priorities can be set, resources identified, and tra- strategies chosen. City planners and interested groups might ask the following questions. Who can afford to live in this community? Does our community provide quality houses in a wide range of residents? Can our children afford to remain in or return the, uh, the community as they start their own careers and households? Can those people who provide essential resources to the community, such as firefighters, law enforcement officers, healthcare workers, and others, afford there? Do people with special needs have adequate housing options? Are there sustainable, overcrowded, or other unusable living conditions that we should be addressed? Do our elderly residents have adequate housing for remating in the community as they age? Do we provide the type of housing that promotes local job growth? Are there significant local housing tendencies such as the increase in abundant landlords, mortgage foreclosures, increasing housing prices, or decreasing home values? In these categories, you may want to research include affordable rental housing, home ownership, senior housing, and special needs housing. Achieve Sustainable Energy You are now set to learn about the sustainability of different energy sources and what the term carbon footprint means. Here are a list of terms that you will find in this section and a brief description of each of these forms of energy. Fossil fuels, such as petroleum, coal, and natural gases, come from the accumulated remains of ancient plants and animals. Burning fossil fuels releases carbon dioxide and other greenhouse gases, which are considered by many to be among the primary causes of global climate change. Solar energy is the energy 
revived by Earth from the sun in the form of solar radiation, which makes the production of solar electricity possible. Nuclear power is provided by a fusion reaction that splits the uranium nucleus, creating heat. The heat is used to turn water into steam. The steam drives a turbine, spinning a generator to produce electricity. Although nuclear energy is carbon-free, the toxic waste created by used or depleted uranium is difficult to dispose of safely. Wind power is the conversion of wind energy into a usable form of energy through windmills for mechanical power, wind pumps for for water pumping or drainage, and wind turbines to make electrical power. Wind energy is renewable and clean and produces no greenhouse gas emissions, but some people find wind turbines unsettlingly or noisy. Hydropower or water power comes from the energy of following and running water, which may be harnessed for useful purposes such as operating textile mills and other mechanical devices, and generating electricity. Hydropower is a renewable energy source. Geothermal power comes from the heat of Earth's core, Hot spring water can be brought into Earth's surface and used to heat homes and buildings. Geothermal power generates clean, renewable energy. A volcanic reaction with large geothermic reservoirs located around the Pacific Ocean. Geothermal power is a cost-effective and sustainable, although bringing heat to Earth's surfaces does emit small quantities of greenhouse gases. Bioenergy is generated from biomass, trees, corpse, algae, animals, dung, or plant materials that is left over from agricultural and forestry operations. Everyone makes a carbon footprint. Your carbon footprint is the total amount of carbon dioxide, CO2, that you create. The bigger your footprint is, the less green your lifestyle is. When you burn fossil fuels like gasoline in your family car or heating oil to warm your house, carbon dioxide is released. Many websites provide ways to figure out the size of your carbon footprint. Get parental permission before using one of these carbon calculators. Because you will need to answer questions about where you live, the type of your home you live in, and how much electricity you use, and how often your family uses a car. Unless your family lives off power grid, that is, you don't rely on power company or electricity, the electricity used in your home creates the biggest part of your carbon footprint. Although electricity does not make a greenhouse gas when you use it, in your home, most of the power plants or generate electricity do by burning fossil fuels. Using fossil fuels like oil, natural gas, or coal-generated electricity to heat your or cool your home add to your carbon footprint. How you adjust these thermostats and what type of fuel you use to make a difference in the amount of CO2 produced. Cars, houses, trains, and planes that run on fossil fuels also produce CO2. Household garbage is a culprit too. If it isn't composted for every pound of trash you throw in the garbage, one pound of greenhouse gases is created because trash, over time, produces CO2 and methane. How to shrink your carbon footprint? By using less fuel and less electricity and reducing the amount of trash you create, you can reduce your carbon footprint dramatically. Start by turning off computers, televisions, and lights when you are not using them. Unplug small appliances and phone chargers, etc. when they are not in use. Lower the temperature in your home to 68 degrees or lower in winter and add raise it to 78 degrees or higher when running an air conditioner in summer. Turn off your heat or air conditioner entirely. Open screened windows for natural ventilation when the weather is comfortable. Um, here are more tips for reducing your carbon footprint. Buy local and buy organic. 
when possible, by organic or fair trade. There is a better chance that the food was grown in an eco-friendly way. Food grown locally doesn't have to be transported far, which saves fuel, reduces the carbon footprint, and supports local economy. Eat at restaurants that serves food locally produced or seasonal foods. Keep packaging to a minimum. For example, choose loose vegetables instead of boxed or plastic wrapped ones. Take a reusable cloth tote bag to the grocery store. Don't buy bottled water. Bottled water creates a huge carbon footprint, and it is often shipped long distances. Refill a reusable water bottle instead. Take steps to make your home energy efficient. The attic should be insulated, windows need to be closed properly, and heating and air conditioning systems should be properly maintained. If possible, switch to reusable air filters instead of disposable filters. Switch from incandescent to compact fluorescent or LED lights. These are use less electricity and last longer. They are more expensive to purchase, but they will pay for themselves over time and reduce energy costs. Switch to native plants. Wherever you live, there are plants that are native to your region. These will grow better and take less water in most cases than non-native species and may get shipped in shorter distances to reach your local nursery. Green plants are an excellent way to offset carbon, planting anything that helps the environment. Practice being thrifty. To help you buy only the things that you need, avoid impulse buying. Every item you purchase has a footprint. So when you curb your urge to spend money on items, you are reducing your individual carbon footprints and our nation's overall footprint. Some people call this pre-recycling. If you don't buy stuff, no recycling is necessary. Switch your water heater or to vacation mode whenever you go away. In vacation or away mode, a water heater does not keep a tank full of hot water ready when you don't need it. Never tankless m- models heat only water when it is needed, making them far more energy efficient than standard water heaters. Pull the plug. If you don't use an appliance frequently, unplug it. The same goes for cell phone chargers, laptop, television, cereals, toasters, coffee pots, hair dryers, and other electronics. Many devices continue to use energy even when they appear to be turned off. If you use a power strip for a group of electronic devices, you can flip one switch and disconnect them from the power all at once. Keep your car as long as it runs well. Rising gas prices do not mean you should rush to buy a hybrid or electric vehicle. If your older car still runs well, keep it, and keep it well tuned up. Even hybrids create a huge footprint when they are built, so considering driving a well-maintained older car for a while longer, use more eco-friendly forms of transportation. Buses, light rail, bicycle, and walk on or carpool whenever possible. Choose fresh over frozen. Frozen dinners are energy-intensive to produce. It takes energy to freed foods, ship them cold, display them in frozen in the grocery store, and keep them frozen in the home freezer. To eat fresh food when you can, ditch the frozen foods that must be zapped in the microwave. Use cold water to wash clothes. It takes a lot of energy to heat up water. Multiply the energy by the number of washes your loads your family does weekly, and it adds up to be a big footprint. Try washing mixed loads and dark clothes in cold water. Most detergents are designed to have the same cleaning power in cold water as in warm water. Combine errands to save chips in the car. Driving in the same part of town on different days to run multiple errands uses more gas than if you had planned and done everything in the same area all at once. Reduce your need to travel back and forth on short trips by planning your errands around in advance. Remember the three R's. Reduce, reuse, recycle. 
Buy less, reuse, and fix things when you can instead of buying new and recycle as much as you can at home and at school. Upcycle too. Repurpose things into useful and fun new items. Think about how you and your family can reduce your carbon footprint. Discuss with your counselor what you have learned about how each energy source affects the environment, what the term carbon footprint means, and what your family can do to reduce your impact on Earth. Lowering household utility bills. In addition to the other tips provided in this pamphlet, Consider these ideas for lowering your family's utility bills. Seal cracks around doors and windows to cut energy costs by an estimated 15 to 30 percent. Caulk and weather stripping are expensive to buy. Pro- properly insulate attic spaces. In cold climates, install storm windows. Use hot generating appliances like the oven, clothes dryer, and dishwasher at night when it is cooler outside. Running these appliances during the heat of the day, summer, forces the air conditioner to work harder to keep a home more comfortable. Use a slow cooker to cook some meals each week. Slow cookers use less energy than cooking in pans on the stovetop, and they do not heat up a house the way cooktops and ovens do. If you have ceiling fans in your rooms, turn them on. Fans make a room feel more comfortable, and use them could save hundreds of dollars a year. Air dry laundry instead of using a dryer. If you live in a city or you can't hang clothes outside a clothes line because of allergens in the air, try hanging them on hangers and letting them drip dry in the laundry room or inside your home. When you leave a room, turn on the, turn out the lights. That single act can save hundreds of dollars per year. Use a programmable thermostat. If you don't have one, make it a habit to set the thermostat higher in summer or lower in the winter when no one will be home. Replace air filters or clean reusable filters once a month. Dirty air filters cause air conditioning or heating systems to run longer and harder as airflows get restricted. Lowering transportation bills. To evaluate your family's fuel and transportation expenses, look at your family's transportation related bills, gasoline, diesel, parking, public transportation, etc. As a family, consider how you can help reduce those costs. Here are some ways you can save on fuel and transportation costs. Use the right side of gasoline. Most cars run fine and regular. Look at the vehicle's own manual to find out what's right for your family's car. Regular grade gas is usually significantly less expensive than premium grade. Make sure that the fuel cap is on tight. Loosened gas caps can reduce fuel efficiency and allow gasoline to vaporize into the air. Carpool and use public transportation systems or bike or walk when you safely can. Encourage family members not to drive aggressively and to drive at the speed limit. Vehicles lose economy at speeds about 55 miles per hour or above. If it is cool outside, use a flow-through ventilation system in your car instead of rolling down windows or running the air conditioner. Air conditioning increases fossil fuels. On a trip, carry suitcases, tents, coolers, and camping gear inside the vehicle, not on the roof rack. Loaded roof racks increase wind resistance and fuel use. Also, eliminate unnecessary weight from your car. Idling for a long time in a drive through lane wastes gas. Instead, park and walk inside. After you have followed your family's plan to reduce fuel and transportation costs, discuss with your counselor how you plan affected your family's transports. Earth Life Support Systems One way to picture how planetary systems support life on Earth and interact with one another is to think of an intensive care unit in a hospital, where many life support systems are in place. Life support systems, in a sense, our planet could be controlled by one big intensive care unit, supporting all forms of life. Encyclopedia of Life Support Systems offers this definition. A life support system furthers the life of the biosphere in a sustainable fashion. The fundamental app 
attribute of life support systems is that together they provide all the sustainable needs required for convenience of life. These needs go far beyond biological requirements. Thus, life support systems compacts natural environmental systems as well as social systems required for fossil societal harmony, safety, nutrition, medical care, economic standards, and the development of new technology. The one common thread in all of these systems is that they all originate in partnership with the conservation of the global resource. By viewing the world in this way, people can begin to develop a new appreciation of how we can work together to sustain the life on Earth. As we gain a deeper understanding of natural society, a healthy, sustainable environment for those of us who live here now and for all of those who come after us, this is a critical challenge of our time. Many of our technologies and social institutions will need to be redesigned to lessen the environmental impact on our natural resources. To make this happen requires a positive attitude towards sustainable development. Instead of coming more of Earth's limited resources, people will need to learn how to consume far less. Scouts are well prepared to lead this effort. Scouts are used to leaving no trace behind when camping in the backcountry, and community service is a second nature for scouts who see areas of need and pitch in to create a better quality of life for all. A tipping point. The makeup of our atmosphere, marine ecosystem, coastal zones, freshwater system, forests, lands, and soil, and biological diversity are all coming under increasing pressure from the global population grows and the global economy expands. Since 1930, the world's population has been tripled to more than 7 billion people. The global economy has increased to more than 15-fold since 1950. All of the human activity has had far-reaching impacts on the planet and how it functions. Many scientists believe that we may be researching critical threshold points, where the efforts on land, oceans, air, and freshwater may be irreversible. Carbon dioxide levels in the atmosphere are increasing at a rate 10 times faster than any natural increase since the last ice age. As more and more rainforests are cleaned for housing, farming, and fuel, the environment has less ability to absorb greenhouse gases. More cars on the road means more population in the air and in the world's oceans and fresh water. Earth's life support systems interact in complex ways. For example, coral reefs from the world's oceans have been degraded by fishing and tourism, by chemical and agricultural population. Now, the reefs are also under threat from the changing chemistry of seawater, which is one result of the dramatic increase in atmospheric carbon dioxide. Increasingly warm and dry conditions are contributing to soil erosion, dwindling wildlife diversity, diminishing freshwater supplies, and large intense wildfire worldwide. Some scientists called this period of time the Anthropocene area, where human begins are d- dominating environmental climate changes or issues that call for major lifestyle changes and actions on large scale. These needs are great cooperation among businesses, cities, states, regions, and countries, because these life support systems sustain all forms of life on planet. Use of raw materials. The extraction of raw materials from Earth has social and economic effects, both positive and negative. Extracting raw materials can create jobs and economic growth, but extraction activities also have the potential to affect people's health and activities and disrupt or displace communities. Taking raw materials from Earth may cause environmental damage, such as water scarcity, air and water pollution, and problems of waste disposal. Increasingly, ethics play a huge part of sustainable 
extraction of raw materials. Sustainable development of natural materials means preserving the environment, which can involve, for example, harvesting the appropriate times, replacing for the future, and restoring the land to health. More companies are embracing forest certification standards like the Sustainable Forestry in- Initiative to ensure that forest sustainability. Others are adopting fair trade policies that try to pay for fair wages and improve the quality of life for those who cultivate and harvest for the products we need. For example, a company in Australia uses sandalwood oil and its fragrance products. Company leaders knew that deforestation, aka destruction of forests, was threatening the sandwood supply from India. So, they partnered with a producer of Australian sandalwood oil to ethnically source the raw material. The partnership creates sustainable supply of oil from sandalwood its harvest in indigenous native communities in Western Australia. The companies also work together for local communities and local partners in Madagascar, which is the source of 80% of the world's vanilla. To ensure a sustainable fair trade supply of vanilla from the island, they have also adopted environmentally sound harvest and production methods. The company works to educate the local people on how sustainable agriculture methods can enhance their quality of life and help protect their future. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Scouting God Podcast. Next week, we will be continuing going over the sustainability net. Merit badge. Until next time, see you soon.